Gather round, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. We are feeling 22. Whew. Happy, should I say Happy New Year? It's a little late for Happy New Year. For us, it's like 10th of January. For you guys, the listeners, it's even later. Who knows what's going on? What day is it? I can't remember. Oh, how are you doing, Phil? I'm feeling well-rested. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling re-energized. But I'm also feeling... Like I'm in a new studio. So for today only, again, as we always pull back the curtain, you know, there's no there's no hidden valley ranch here to be had. We uh, I right now, my family, uh, it just so happens that my family, uh, my main family that I've, I've been staying with since I moved back to Arizona, there's been uh, COVID uh, has struck the household. There's been COVID? There's been COVID. It's this weird thing going around, and uh, and it struck the household. Oddly enough, as fortune would have it, uh, I have been living with my grandma for a little bit. And as I was about ready to go back, go back to my room, we found the, the positive test, and everybody started getting dinged. And alas, here I am from the studios of my abuela. And it is, it is quite comfy. It's closed. And uh, you can see the the open door back there. You can see a vent. It's it's quite nice, but what it what it mostly means for you, the listener, as uh, most people are listening to the podcast, it just means maybe I sound a little bit different today, just a little bit different. But I also am in a new position. You can see my Broncos pillow. I'm I'm set up in the home office. It's quite cozy. The bed the bed office. It squeaks. It's very nice. Great. It just it don't sound like you're having too too good of a time on that uh, on that squeaky bed. This is a, this is a. This is an audio medium after all, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It is an audio. Uh, yeah, I will try to uh, leave my happiness to myself and away from the podcast. That is for sure. How about you? How has your break been? It's been somewhat relaxing. Yeah. Uh, not a whole lot to report. Yeah, we had a good Christmas. New Year's was... Uh, God, I just hate fireworks so much. I know I already said all this, but I just hate fireworks so much. I was just... I was standing on the streets. The Dutch go crazy on New Year's Eve. And this is like, this isn't even as bad as it would normally be when there's no pandemic and there's no like, you know, uh, they had a ban on fireworks this year, um, which was great. But then nobody followed the rules anyway. It was like a war zone. It was like, and I was just standing outside thinking, holy crap, you know, like all those little animals in the trees, squirrels, birds, whatever. How traumatizing is this? You know? And like all the the smoke, you know, like the that burn phosphorus, that pollutants, you know, it's is it worth it? Is it worth it for some things that go boom and there's bright colors for like three seconds and that's it? Is it worth it? No, it's not. Well, I would say it's worth it depending on what boom and and vis- visage you get to see in the air. But just the normal like little circle of of whatever it can be, eh, not worth it for no, me. No, I have to disagree. Oh. I think it's it can be fun if it's a, an organized display, like if you go to like Disney or one of those like, they, and they do it themselves. It's choreographed. It's it's actually ca- kind of a, a spe- an experience, uh, like a spectacle. Yeah, not like those stupid little things that you set off in the street and and yeah, any anything that's not an organized display, I'm not interested in. I completely 100% agree. However, speaking of organized spectacles, goodness gracious, and uh, displays of greatness, let's get on with the rest of the show. (laughs) 
Hashtag New Year, New Me. This main topic, we're going to be covering what New Year's resolutions are kind of about. So New Year's resolutions are about improving yourself, bettering yourself. But it's just so boring and so overdone and God, bleh. So we're going to be improving other stuff. What things in this world could we make just a little bit better? And so Phil and I have both brought three things. We're going to go through them and we're going to try to make them better. Sounds good. Phil, do you want to go first? I would love to go first. Hoffman, I want you to tell me how you would best improve cell phone services across the, the globe. <laughs> oh, because I, I, I don't know about you, but ever since, especially since I go to my grandma's place, it feels like a dead zone. If I do not have Wi-Fi, I have like full bars of service, yet somehow I still get messages in clumps because there's an, uh, an interruption of service. I, I go around and there's uh, and and I can't and things glitch. I and and sometimes I can't even call for a while or people are like, hey, what did you say? You cut it in and out all the while I have full bars of service. But yet it's a lie. It's a blatant lie to my face. How would you improve cell phone service? It's so funny that that's what you what, what you bring up. You remember right before we started recording, I was trying to figure out something that I wanted to talk about and I couldn't yes. remember what it was. Yes. I, you've just reminded me. It is about... <laughs> so you see these commercials on US television for all the different carriers who claim they have the best deals and they have the, the widest coverage, the best 5G network. Yeah, um, and it's funny. I saw this T-Mobile ad. They obviously partnered with Sprint, and they showed the map of the U.S. with 5G coverage for Verizon, and it was like sparse and like you know, all, basically in all the populated areas, you know, like along the coasts and stuff, and then you know, in the Midwest and Chicago, like all the cities, basically. Um, and then it showed T-Mobile and Sprint's map, and it was like way more full throughout the nation. It just got me thinking like, like, where does the population live? Like, what are you trying to tell me here? I'm so glad I'll be able to stream Netflix next time I'm in rural Nebraska. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't know that that's ever going to happen. Uh, how would I make it better? You know, I think you could make it better just simply by stop, like stop making promises that it's amazing because it's, it's not. It's hard to do these things. It's hard to have a, a reliable network. That signal's got to go up, bounce off a satellite, come back down to Earth. Like this, this ain't it ain't easy. But I just stop making it seem like it's perfect or or flawless. Most of the time, it's like glitchy and and full of problems. I think I would just say stop over advertising it. That would make it better for me. <clears throat> I think. We need to put those military bucks to good use because I have it on good authority that the military has like amazing, I mean, they have to, right? 5G service across the globe, across wherever they can, they can reach you wherever they need to reach you. And we don't have access to it because it'd be too expensive to whatever, whatever, whatever. But let's make a partnership. If, our, if we're making tax dollars work, make them work for us. Let's, let's pair on that. I understand we might lose a few drones here and there due to coverage outages <laughs> and such. I'm willing to lose them. I'm willing to start a third world war with Russia over us, them discovering that we have a silent drone that just falls into their laps. I'm willing to risk that just so I could I could stream YouTube Keith eats the menu for the for the fifth time on on replay while I fall asleep. 
that's what I'm willing to do as a, as a respect for how to make it better. So, uh, Hoffman, what, what do you, what All challenge right. do you want me to bring forth? Make this better Titanic, not the ship, <laughs> because there's obvious things you could do. I'd to that to, a hole in to it. Make it better. <laughs> bring it back up. <laughs> Duct tape. <laughs> um no titanic the movie how would you make titanic the movie better wow it's already fantastic um how would i make it better in essence of the question are we looking at it as a reboot or as if like i was james cameron the first time shooting it you're james cameron the first time you shoot this okay follow me here the movie has so many things but the one sin that it does have is that the beginning's a bit much. Yes, it sets it all up that we're we're watching old Rose go to here. But actually, it's once you get at, on the ship and you start looking back on the story that it's really cool. So follow me here. Cut out the beginning. I want to make it Titanic the musical. I want the first, <laughs> I want it to be like La La Land in the beginning where we just, it doesn't even have to have the, the starring titular uh, people in the front, it doesn't even need to have Leo. It doesn't need to have Kate Winslet. It doesn't need to even have them. It could just be an environmental musical number that sets it all up, and then we get into the rest of the movie. It's not a big adjustment, but I think it's a necessary one. Helps get me into it. La La Land, I think a lot can be argued that a lot of the magic actually is in the beginning opening number. The opening number is really intriguing, really good. If we were to have that for Titanic, there would be nothing that you could skip in that film. The rest of it is perfect. Give it a musical number to start out the, the beginning of the film. Let's go, Titanic. Here we go. All right. Did you have an improvement on it or or you? Uh, no, you know, like I agree. I think that the beginning, like what is, is it a documentary? No, <laughs> I, th- I agree. Cut, cut that beginning out. But I don't know about the musical number. All right. Your turn. Yes. I want you to make it better. Hoffman, I want you to make lines at places better. I'm looking at you, Disney, but more so than that, it could be any roller coaster place. It can be at freaking uh, Canes. It could be at In-N-Out. How would you make lines better at places, Hoffman? It's a real problem. You know, like at amusement parks, I think that some places do it better than others. Like, like they basically make like the the line get tr- to get into the Mummy ride or something is is like a a parts of it are like themed like like a tomb but the problem is that it just repeats over and over again it's like this guy that pops out every like 20 seconds and if you're in line for like 20 minutes you're gonna see it like 400 times times. yeah so well three times 20 like sure sure 60 times at least so so like i don't know like put more into into making it more dynamic and like put more different things in there, you know, but also why are there not food and drink vendors along the way? Wow. Wow. I know. Like, How is no one thinking of that? Like, well, you know, the obvious answer though, is if you feed a kid a hot dog and, and a pretzel and all this stuff before they get on for a roller coaster, then you will find all that in the, in the water. It could be popcorn. Popcorn's not likely to make you chunder yeah yeah you, you got a point yeah, there or, yeah or, you know and, and like if you have like a drink stand at like two hours before the ride then you gotta have a a, a toilet at one hour before the ride or, or 30 minutes before the ride or something but the, you know you can work that in there like 
there's some lines that are just ridiculously long. You could definitely put in some food vendors along the way or something, you know? I will say that that's probably the best idea that we will have this entire podcast. So bravo to you. My only little idea was, depending on the ride, the theme of the ride, maybe get some entertainers. I mean, some rides thrive on having entertainers be the freaking focal point of the ride. I'm looking at you, Jungle Cruise. So why not have people in the in the middle of the line, maybe standing up on like some sort of overhaul? Like I'm, I'm thinking of like if anybody's been on the Jurassic Park ride and just hanging above them in the canopy, them going around and either quizzing people, maybe they're going up there enacting something, maybe they're like looking back and shooting at people or whatever it could possibly be, doing a show above us so that way we have something to watch, something to entertain us while we're going through a line. It can be repetitive itself, of course, I get that, but at least if they're people, it won't be the same thing because you'll have different people at any given time. So that would be my idea. What is uh, What problem do you need me to solve, Hoffman? All right. The Titanic was something that you loved. I love. This is something that you hate. Oh, God. There's so much. The beach. Make it better. <sighs> oh, God. Okay. So in order to make it better, you have to identify the problems. What are the problems? The problems are sand. Sand gets everywhere, even though that's a big thing for everybody else. The next thing would be. Uh, you're you're in the ocean's urinal so how do you get rid of that i guess you get oh rid of the God. animals and then uh possible death i guess coral wreaths so so that okay so how does one make it better i'll tell you what i'll tell you what okay how does one make it better you're gonna hate this i want almost like i want a pier and what it's gonna do is it's gonna hang over the ocean and at the end of the pier is a pool a pool with a bar <laughs> and you're literally going to be in the pool looking and having the full view and and if you want there's a, like a water slide at the end that that you can get on that you can slide into the ocean how about that enjoy your day but for I think my it's a purposes great idea. and it could be it could idea. even be in a glass pool so like you can actually like even while you're swimming you can like overlook you know what that would actually oh, make it, it more be a tempting. glass pool that you can actually swim down if you swim down and meet and meet the ocean meet the ocean oh yeah that's actually uh that's a pretty cool idea i don't know i don't think it's really realistic unless you unless you have like a bay or like a cove where the sea's not very rough you know then it might work but yeah all right fair enough your last one hoffman this has been lacking for quite some time and my continuous pounding and th and throwing of objects at me from the entire all of 2021 by Marvel has made me realize that the human makeup is really lacking. How would you make it better? Like what could there possibly be like a, a, a brain implant or something by now that we can we can make to make the human being more? Yeah, a memory drive. Like a memory drive that you can actually like access your memories, you know, because like if you think about the events of your life that you remember, you actually remember so little about what was said, what actually happened. Like it's usually just like images, like even stuff that happened last year. Like you don't remember what happened on a day to day basis. If we could access our memories, like it would make learning languages easier. It would make all this actually, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like. I feel uh, like we would be limitless at that point. So I realized that the natural thought 
is to have like the where the memory chip would go would be like at the back of your head, you know, somewhere around there, back of the spine. But I would argue that that's actually susceptible to being hacked, to being somebody actually you not having control because somebody could just click on it and then you're you're packed out. So I'm or curious. Like you set off an EMP and everyone loses all their memories. That sure, they sure. There. There's that as well. But I'm saying just like let's even like let's not go insidious. I'm more so just asking where would you place on the human body the usb port to put forth into your memory chip because you would want it somewhere secluded that's not easily accessible but at the same time it can't be like the bottom of your foot because you're going to be smashing it against while walking all day yeah i mean i guess maybe in like uh right above the crack no in a finger or something like like you pull Lift up your finger and there's the USB port in there. Ew. The f***ing nail, the fingernail, and you no, just lift no, no, it up. No, 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 no. You like, it's like, it's like a cap. The finger, the point of your finger is like a cap. You remove it and there's a USB port there. Okay. I think the, this idea only works like how much storage would you even be able to get? Maybe like a few terabytes. So you're going to have to pick highlights. You're going to have to pick your, what you want stored very carefully. So I would choose like a couple languages. And then like when like a really important event happens, you click record and oh, maybe you pull on your right earlobe and that's record. <laughs> yeah, I think, All right. uh, I think this is a genius idea. Yeah, no, this was a great one because it's it's semi-realistic. Yeah, and, and well, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, it's more realistic than if you would have been like, I want everybody to have super strength. I mean. How would you yeah, even yeah, true. do that? So bravo, bravo Hoffman and bravo to us. All right, Phil, your last one, politicians, how would you make them better? <laughs> oh, this is easy. I, how would I make them better? I would force anybody who wants to be a politician to have to induce themselves with some sort of truth serum, but it's only limited to what's within the workplace. Like, I mean, it, it has nothing to do with your personal life. I don't care about your personal life. Enjoy your, per- I mean, unless your personal life infringes upon your workplace environment, then looking at sure. you, Matt Gates. But, uh, but whenever it's, uh, yeah. yeah, whenever it's, uh, whenever it has to do with your work, I don't want any more posturing. I don't want any like, let's think of the children when in all actuality, you're not thinking about the children whatsoever. It's just more so that that's the shield that you're putting yourself behind and for both camps to be completely honest. So I would just say I, in order to hold a public place, since it is a place of public power, I think it's only fair that you should be held to a higher standard and therefore a higher uh, uh, thing of, of what you want to do. If your if your beliefs are just that shouldn't be a problem. I think truth, truth serum is good. What I was going to say, and this is really simple. This is really easy. Pay them a lot less. Pay them, make the salaries of politicians insanely like normal salaries. And only people who really care about changing things for the better would actually do the job because you're not getting a lot of money and you have to like regulate like how donations are, are used, etc. So pay them a lot less. I'd have to think about the repercussions of that off the top of its, of its head. It sounds nice, but... Uh, I'm not. I'm not against it. I'm just. I would have to think about that a little bit more. 2022, making it better for me and you. Let's move along to the next topic, shall we? This episode of Powwow Podcast is sponsored by Sides. Meet Sides. S i d e s, an app that helps you take the law into your own hands. 
turn ordinary agreements into binding contracts in seconds. Then if a dispute arises, sides will step in to resolve it for you. Wait, Phil, that one, that was supposed to be my line. What did we agree to in the contract? I don't know. I, I guess we can use sides to settle this dispute because each dispute costs a small one-time fee. And if you win, which I will, it's all awarded back to you. Sign up now and get 16% off for a limited time only. While we may not miss 2021, we are going to be doing the segment, You Will Be Missed. Hoffman, what will you be missing in coming into the new year? You will be missed, Christmas tree. I will miss your color and your character, your warmth and your bright lights. I ask myself, why is this a one month out of the year thing? I want a tree in my house always. Christmas tree, you will be missed. With a new year comes a new diet. And with the new diet, we must say goodbye to carbs. Carbs, you come in many forms. Bread, pasta, fried foods. Lord knows I love you. I love you more than I've loved most. But now I must say goodbye and tell you, you will be missed. We are not above being traditionalists, and therefore, we are aware that there are good and frankly bad New Year's resolutions uh, that many have brought into them, brought in with them rather, uh, into the new year. And thus, we are going to take note of just uh, just a few, a sprinkling of the best and worst New Year's resolutions we could find that have been used um, that and uh, we've we've seen. So, uh, David, what is a good New New Year's resolution that maybe others might be looking to join in with you or that you thought was a pleasant one? Spending more time with family and friends. One that I think is a great idea, especially after the last two years that we've had. Embrace being sociable and seeing people and doing things. And I think that's a good New Year's resolution. It has the right sentiments. And it's also like realistic, you know, as long as it's within your power, barring any, you know, restrictions or whatever, travel restrictions, whatever. Spending time with family and friends is something that you want to do. And it's it's easy to do, you know, whereas like going on diet, stuff like that is not easy to do because you're you're taking away something that gives you joy. So spending more time with family and friends is realistic and has the right sentiments. More being the relative term there. If more is keeping up, especially in the COVID quarantine year, more than that would be hard for many of us to do, let alone would we want to do it. But I, 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 the sentiment is certainly there, and you're right. Uh, spending more time with loved ones is always a good one. Uh, good for me, call a friend. Instead of texting them, yeah, I've found myself to become more and more of an an anomaly, an anomaly, anomaly. Excuse me, uh, more of an anomaly amongst uh, at least my peer group, and of course those who uh, go to be younger than me now. Where I just I prefer and I rather enjoy a, a phone call instead of a text. Uh, you and me, quite frankly, Hoffman, we we make many times and many phone calls to each other during the week we in do. between the podcast. 
And I always find it to be fruitful. I always find it to be great. Uh, a lot of the missed- Pleasant. Pleasant, certainly. A lot of the missed context that I think lacks in other conversations that can go awry or can just go to be misunderstood, not even in a negative sense, just be misunderstood, would be certainly cleared up in a quicker, faster phone call if you have the time and ability to do so. I know for some it brings anxiety. I understand that. I'm not saying it's for everybody, but given the chance, given the opportunity, give them a phone call instead of a text. Try it out. You won't be disappointed. All right. Disappointments are there though. What is what is a bad New Year's resolution, Hopper? All right. This one is a terrible New Year's resolution. Quitting smoking. And hear me out here. Okay. It is a disgusting habit and it's bad for you, which means you don't get to wait until the new year to quit, right? <laughs> are you, why are you setting this like thing in the future? Okay, when that time comes, I'm going to quit smoking. No, you don't get to wait. Quit now. Quit now. And what happens What happens when you don't make it, right? You you lapse on your, on your resolution. You're like, well... I guess I'll wait till next year. No, no, <laughs> quit now. Fuck New Year's the New Year's resolution. Quit smoking. Jesus Christ. Quit <sighs> now. The message of this podcast today. My bad New Year's resolution that I've heard. I will be unashamed about the fact that I am wearing pajamas in public. I'm looking at you, Walmart. I'm looking at you and everybody who goes in there. Look, I'm not saying it's a sin to go in with in pajamas. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna judge you. I'm not, I'm not going to say, hey, you're you're a lesser person or anything for having worn pajamas in public. Lord knows I've done it myself. Frick, I'm wearing pajamas right now, coming to you live with pajamas, and so people will see me in pajamas. But here's the difference. I do feel shame. You should be wildly aware that you are wearing pajamas that some will judge you, and rightfully so, of wearing pajamas in public. It is it is fine. It is okay to do so. But to feel no shame means like, oh, I could do this at any point in time that I want. No, 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 no. At least, at least have the decency to wait, wait till it's nighttime or the sun hasn't crescendoed to the middle of the day. Once that time, once that time period of full daytime to nighttime has commenced, do not wear pajamas into public, please. It is just, it is in poor taste and early signs of alcoholism, I feel. We are here. Oh, I think the squeaky bed gets the grease. Uh, I, again, am probably for the third time this show. I don't know because we record this out of order. Uh, I am working off of my bed office, so therefore... Any any movement will make it sound as if I'm having a really good time on the podcast, but no, the really good time is only because we are bringing on our dear, dear friend, Aaron Ford. Aaron, welcome back to the show, man. Third time's the frickin' charm. It's a pleasure to be here. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, any it's, fun- too, it's too late for Happy New Year at this point. What? <laughs> is it like... <laughs> well... <laughs> It's January 10th for us, and it's for the listener, it's probably January, what, like 15th? 15th is about right, yeah. So by the time this releases, but I, I think you get a grace period. You get a grace period. You get yeah. you get the first time you meet somebody in the new year that you know already. The haters. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> we took a week off, Aaron, and we are back strong. The we vengeance are back. Family, yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. All right. You know how this goes, Aaron. You've been here since we've adjusted to the new duds. We've got three questions for you. Hoffman, since uh, he knows you a little less than I do, uh, he's going to get two questions. Hoffman, what is your first question? Add a little spice. Okay. We'll save the spice for the se- the third question. Okay. Cool. My first question, yes. are you revol- revolving? <laughs> are you revolving, Aaron? <laughs> no? No, I, okay. I didn't think so. Are you resolving to be more sociable or less sociable in 2022? Oh, that's a dangerous question, I tell you. Um, <laughs> what it's like to be in a group of people and like in a room full of people. And a couple months ago, I went to a, a birthday party with like 10, 15 people. And I have lost my social skill, apparently. I'm like, <laughs> talk to you. Hello, who are you? So I am, I'm not resolving to get into any more social <laughs> situations. In fact, if I don't have to interact with other people again, better. It would be too soon. <laughs> All right, uh, Aaron, my question. What was, as you are an actor, mm-hmm. what was the saltiest you felt over someone else getting a role over you or a role that you wanted? Oh, wow, wow, wow. I'm sure that there's a lot of tea that could be spilled. It's just a matter of which which barrel would you like to kick over? No, and it's it's so petty. It's high school. I was it came down to me and a friend for the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I could sing it. He looked like it, and then they went there. They made the decision. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? We want full deep. Oh, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't name you. Want to do? Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But uh, okay, Christian so- Torres, McClintock High School. There we go. I'll take it. My last question. What are three words that pop into your head the first time that you see someone naked? Mm, don't look down. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> look, well, okay. Well, are we are we naked for a purpose? Yes, Why I'm sure. Why? Well, I, oh. I, I would imagine there's a purpose behind it. To, because to be fair, he's he's an actor, so I mean, you're you're going oh, around and okay. well, quick changes. I'm sure is sure. that is that the other scenario? Sure. Okay. I like it. It makes sense. Oh, God. I've just made myself a prude. <laughs> on a national podcast. I will not international. look. <laughs> My eyes. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Hoffman, as Aaron is my guest, you get to insert and bring in the game. I please. will insert myself into the game. Please right, do. We shall is, follow suit. This hmm. game is called It's the First. Which it isn't. It's now the tenth, and when you're listening to this, it may be the seventeenth or or later. Who knows? But it's the first tenth or seventeenth of the year. It's the first month of the year. It's called. It's the first, and we are going to be playing. Which came first? It's essentially two things, two events, two people. Which of them came first? Makes sense. It's as simple as it could be. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. As our uh, guest, who would you care to face off against mano a mano first? Phil, I know you. I know your weaknesses. Let's do it. Let's do so it. So I'll do my game first. And uh, yeah, let's do it. All right, your first question. Which came first? The Friends finale or the Office US pilot? Which came first? Aaron, we're going to go to you first. You're the first on the first for the first. I think that Friends ended first. Okay, so you're going to say that the Friends finale came first. 
Yeah, in my head, that's like 2003-ish. And then like The Office began around like 2005, 2006-ish. I don't, but I don't know. Okay, all right. Philip, what are you thinking? As is customary, we are deeply questioning Aaron's love for The Office, his self-proclaimed love for The Office <laughs> in yet another way. I, I love that that's become a constant thing. But I will have to agree with him. I do think Friends, the Friends finale, yeah, that doesn't. If it's so such separate eras that I cannot believe that The Office would pre uh, pre uh, come pre-date. before predate. Thank you. Would pre- come before pre come before pre come before exactly. <laughs> pre come before. It it just doesn't okay. taste the same. So I'm gonna go with. <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna go with. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with what Aaron said. Okay, well, they're actually closer, well, slightly closer than I think you're you were hinting at or thinking. The Friends finale, you guys were both correct. The Friends finale uh, came out on the sixth of May two thousand four, okay. and the Office pilot was on the twenty fourth of March two thousand five. So, okay. so less, wow. less than a year, less than a year apart, less than a year apart. That first season was rough. That feels like two completely separate eras, though. Doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, well, they are. But then if you think about the British office aired in like 2002 or something. Sure, 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 sure. Your second question. It is one apiece so far. Your second question. Which came first, Cleopatra or Julius Caesar? Philip, we're going to you first. Well, by the time they met, I'd imagine it was Julius. But let me think. <laughs> it had it had to have been Julius Caesar. Had to have been Julius Caesar. Okay. I'm going to go Aaron? for the opposite. I think that she did a little cradle robbing. She said, come here, young man. Tell me a few things. <laughs> okay. Philip, you are correct. Cleopatra no! came first. She was born in <laughs> 69 BCE. Hey. Yeah. And Wait, Julius no, Caesar actually, was- then you have it reversed. If, uh, if, if Cleopatra came first, then sorry, Aaron- sorry, no, no, no. Julius yeah. Caesar came first. Oh, Julius Caesar. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Sorry. Okay. Cleopatra was born 69 BCE, Julius Caesar 100 BCE, but they were alive uh, for 15 years at the same time. Yes. All right. That means that, Philip, you take a one-point lead. It is two to one. Your third question, which came first or which comes first on a yearly basis? I'll say that. David Samson's birthday. Oh, does Aaron not know David Samson? Oh, you do? I don't know his birthday. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, that's fine. Uh, David Sampson's birthday or St. David's Day. Oh, Jesus. That's good. I don't know. I have a 50-50 shot here, so I'm going to say... I mean, yeah, Aaron, we're going to you first. It's 50-50, and I'm pretty sure it's more or less 50-50 for Phil as well, so go ahead. Yeah. I'm going to say David Sampson's birthday. Philip? Problem is, I don't know when St. David's Day is. I know David's birthday is April 1st. So mm. just by eliminating the majority of the calendar, I'm going to go with David Sampson's birthday as well, since it's earlier in the year. All right. David Sampson's birthday. Uh, am I allowed to reveal this? I just did. So you don't have oh, to give the okay. year. Yeah, yeah you don't no, have to give yeah, the year. Fair enough. Um, David Sampson's birthday is the 1st of April. He is the biggest April Fool. St. David's <laughs> Day is the 1st of March. So you're both wrong. Ah. You're both wrong. Oh. All right. It Dang remains it. two to one. Philip, I will remind you, you have a skipping stone. I do have a skipping stone. Which came first? 
Star Wars, the original movie release date, or Tom Brady? <laughs> uh, and I go first. You go first. Man, here's the thing is that I am aware of both of these things. And while I think Aaron probably has no idea how old Tom Brady is. They are extremely close in date. Otherwise, I wouldn't have picked them together. Yeah, no, I I, I gathered that. So I think my knowledge, if it's going to be that close, if he's uh, then that's got to be, I'm going to go with, by the slimmest of margins, I'm going to go with Brady. You think Brady came first? Yes. Okay. Aaron? How old's Brady right now? He's probably he's, he's early 50s, uh, right? Early. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> I'll say no. Like I said, these, these two things are very close in date. I'm going to go with, with Brady. Why not? You're going with Brady. You're sticking yeah. with it. You, you, you're going to have to get the last question. You're going to have to pick something different from Phil on the last question. You're both wrong. You should have gone oh, with wow. Star Wars. Star Wars came wow. out on the 25th of May, 1977. Tom Brady's birthday is a day after mine, the 3rd of August, 1977. <laughs> so Star Wars came first. So the score remains two to one. So I'll go first on this last one then, David. Yes, yes you will. Uh, question five. You do still have a skipping stone. Which came first, American Beauty or Gladiator? Both Best Picture oh. winners. Oh, damn, that is close. And I, the problem is I think actually Aaron might know this better than me slightly. American Beauty or Gladiator? Gladiator was... Yeah, I am going to go with my skipping stone. But if I had to guess, I would guess American Beauty would be first. Aaron, what would you have guessed? I think so, too. Right. Because I think I remember American Beauty being in like the early 2000s versus Gladiator being like a little bit into the 2000s. Yeah, I want to say like well, 2005 to 2001. Glad Phil skipped because he you both got it right. Aaron, you would have been forced to choose Gladiator in order to have a chance at, at getting a, at getting a win. Yeah. Uh, yeah, American Beauty's 99, actually, and Gladiator's 2000. So they were one year oh. apart. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, oh. I'm glad you skipped. Very glad you skipped. Are you Gladiator? <laughs> uh, I'm guy. Gladiator than you. Hey. Our last question, our skip question. I like this one. Which came first, Philip Amorine or the introduction to the public of the World Wide Web? And so I have to go first. You have to go first. Who introduced it? Had to have been there. So that's okay. It doesn't matter who introduced it. No, I will. Just to give me a timeline. Um, this isn't when it was invented. This is when the, the it was made public, basically. Then I'm going to go with... The World Wide Web. You're saying the World Wide Web came first. Yes, I am. Aaron? Flip it and reverse it. You're going to say flip it and reverse it. Philip Amaran came first. Unfortunately, Philip got it right. Yeah, the World Wide Web was on the 30th of of April, 1993. Oh, wow. And Philip, obviously, the 20th of December. Well, you... Go. Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Okay. The internet ever, is a Sagittarius. So is that what we're saying? No. <laughs> I, I'm a Sagittarius. Um, all right. Well, thank you what, for... What, uh, what would the internet be? A Taurus, I think? 30th of April, yeah. 
Yeah, it's something Phil, like that. you win three to one. Shall we do the tiebreaker just for and giggles? I'm all for and giggles. Tiebreaker, how many episodes are there in Friends and The Office combined? Oh, Closest Jesus. wins. Aaron, we'll go to you first. Okay. 11 seasons of Friends, probably about Ten. 20 episodes. 10? 10. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, probably about 10 episodes each, give or take. Two, we'll call it 250. Nine episodes. 250? 250 for Friends. 250 nine for episodes Friends, okay. Of Friend, or nine episodes of The Office. Nine seasons, yes. Or nine episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I would you. say probably 18 to 20 episodes per... I didn't know I was coming on here to do math. If I had known that. <laughs> you would have um, done a lot more drugs about... in, in preparation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say about 350 combined. 350 combined. Damn. All right. I was hoping you'd go even lower on the 300 scale. Damn. Uh, I'm going to go with... I think they cut it down on those final seasons. Like, especially on The Office, I think they only went like 12. Maybe. Yeah, I think it might be a little high, but yeah. So I think I'm gonna go with three forty nine. Use three forty nine, so lower. All right, yes. well, Aaron, you would have won, and Ooh. you weren't close. It's actually four thirty seven. Oh, friends had two hundred thirty six. So uh, ten seasons, usually twenty four. Usually twenty four episodes per season, and then the office. The seasons varied in length, but nine seasons. Mm-hmm various lengths usually close to 20 or sometimes there was i think season five is like 28 episodes it's ridiculous uh, yeah there were some that were high and there's 201 episodes of the office so that's where it is okay 437 180 was my guess okay hey i didn't do too bad <laughs> not too bad not too bad but i still lost which means that i won't be coming on this podcast again <laughs> so uh, the public loses oh, it's, it's been so a, it's been a theme recently phil's on this ridiculous hot streak <laughs> well, let's see if uh, David can keep pace uh, as his uh, as he is one behind me in the dust behind me. All right, same game, different name. Here we go. Which came first? First one is going to go to Aaron, of course. Which came first, RuPaul's Drag Race season one premiering on TV or White Collar TV show as well? RuPaul's Drag Race. I think that premiered in two thousand like one or two. And Blue Collar would have been after that, I believe. And you, David, your guess would be? Is it Blue Collar or White Collar? White Collar. White Collar. White Collar. Am I saying Blue Collar? Yeah, I think I think uh, RuPaul's Drag Race came earlier because I'm, I've seen the at least the pilot of White Collar. And I feel like that's already like later in the 2000s. Yeah, I'll go with RuPaul's came first. The first season of RuPaul's Drag Race, later referred to as RuPaul's Drag Race, The Lost Season Revealed, <laughs> premiered in the United States on February 2nd, 2009 on Logo. Nine. Whereas, oh, yeah, God. Whereas White Collar first premiered on October 23rd, 2009. So, of course, RuPaul is the correct answer, even though you both had the wrong reasoning for it. So you yeah. guys still both get the correct answer there. We will go now to David Hoffman first. Which European nation won the Rugby World Cup first, Australia or South Africa? Did you say European nation? Which nation? You know, I, I just mean foreign nation. <laughs> Which foreign nation? nation? Which won nation? It first? Yes, first. Australia. 
Australia. And you, Aaron, where would you like to go on this? Can I hear the question again? Yes, you may. Which nation won the Rugby World Cup first? Australia or South Africa? South Africa. South Africa first won in 1995. However, Australia won in 1991 and returned to glory in 1999, leaving Australia to be the correct answer here. So David pulls ahead with a two to one lead, but certainly a lot of the game left. I'm going to be honest. I really had to not tip my hand there because I knew the answer. (laughs) I really had to be careful not to be like, well, I know it's (laughs) Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? I'm a rugby. What? I know. I'm not there either. I would have been right there with you. Hey, I had no idea about RuPaul's Drag Race. I've never seen it. You know what? True. I've I've seen the pilot, actually. I've seen the first episode of the first uh, season, actually, but... An ode to a fallen legend. We will continue this question. In which Broadway show did Mr. Potier make a uh, an earlier performance with? A Raisin in the Sun or Carry Me Back to Morningside Heights? Uh, we will go to you first, Aaron. A Raisin in the Sun. Lorraine Hadsbury. And you, Hoffman? You know, I'm not 100% sure. I'm, I don't know. I'm not familiar. I'm very familiar with Raisin, a Rain, a Raisin in the Sun. The other play I don't know, but I would choose The Raisin in the Sun just because I know it. Raisin in the Sun was performed first on Broadway in 1960, and Carry Me Back to Morningside Heights was performed in early 1968. So you both continue on uh, this uh, streak of correct answers. However, Aaron is still one behind, but Hoffman will have to answer first for his sins, or at least just the question here. Which U.S. historical event occurred first? The New Year's Eve ball dropping in Times Square or the first White Castle opens? Ah, <laughs> uh, you, you get to go first. I would like to imagine that the, the first ball drop would have happened at age 9, 10. I'm just kidding. Uh, would have happened in like the 30s or 40s. Uh, whereas White Castle would have had to have been after like sort of the introduction of like the fast food, you know, revolution, which would have been like the 1950s. So I'm going to say the ball drop. The f- This Aaron. is the first ball drop, right? The first ball drop. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. And uh, Aaron? I'm going to go for the ball drop as well. I, I remember reading an article about it, and I remember the first ball was drawn in a carriage with a donkey or some sort of, or like a horse, some sort of equine creature. And I'm like, that's pretty old timey, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm going to go with the ball drop. <laughs> they didn't have burgers with donkeys, right? No. Uh, in September 13th, 1921, the first White Castle opens, and thus the idea of fast food wow. as we know it is birthed oh, in the U.S. This is long after the first ball in Times Square dropped it dropped it low, as December 31st, 1907 was the yeah, first time America's again, ball we dropped. we were right. I mean, yeah. Being, for the wrong reason. With a, with just like being way off. Yeah, okay. Because well. <laughs> it was the first time America's ball dropped for the entire world to see. All right, last one. Here we go. As Aaron, since you are behind David on a uh, four to three margin here, we will go with Hoffman first uh, for the last one. The first time popcorn shrimp was birthed, served, and sold as such, or 
The first Austin Powers movie was released to theaters. Which came first, Hoffman? The first Austin Powers movie would have been in 99, I think. I mean, it was the whole thing is like it's 1999, it's 1999, baby. You know? <laughs> um, One more time. <laughs> it's not the 60s anymore. It's 1999. Um, <laughs> That's actually quite spot on. So I'm going to say, what was the other thing? Popcorn shrimp. I think popcorn well, shrimp. Popcorn shrimp has got to be a little older than that, right? Maybe like early 90s or 80s or something. So I'm going to say popcorn shrimp came first. Popcorn shrimp came first. He says, Aaron, you only have one avenue for which to tie. I'm going to say there was in the 90s, you know, there was a huge fast food craze. I'm going to say that Austin Powers predates popcorn shrimp. Austin Powers was a smash hit, a cultural icon, and a top five film of Americana culture and history, all while releasing in 1997. Popcorn <sighs> Shrimp was actually first attempted to be trademarked by Red Lobster, advertised as shrimp that was supposed to be consumed like popcorn, just popping it in the mouth, around 1974. So for the third time, you guys are both, uh, well, actually Aaron is incorrect, but Hoffman is right for all the wrong reasons. Well, I, I, you know, like, I think I was thinking of the second Austin Powers movie came out in 99. Because mm -hmm. that's the one that I used to watch. Because that's, like, that's the best one. The Spy yeah, Who Shagged Me. Yeah, the Spy Who Shagged Me. Yes. Yeah, that's the best oh, Austin Powers movie by far. I think I have broken my leg. I will try to use the other one. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Will Ferrell's finest performance. It looks like a giant... Yes. Hot dog. Yeah. Get your hot dog. Get your hot wiener. Dog, no, like, yeah. Wiener. Get your wieners. Oh my god. Yeah. That thing's got giant nuts. Anyone want nuts? <laughs> Great. All right, let's do the tiebreaker just for uh hot nuts reasons. Uh this is Aaron's third installment on the pod. Therefore, it is only appropriate I go to the third installment of the Austin Powers franchise. Yes, that means we are going for the gold. Gold member, to be exact. Aaron, what was the Rotten Tomatoes critics' percentage approval for gold member? Remember, it is only out of 100%. It is the, cr the critics critically choice. acclaimed as a, one of the best comedies of our time. It featured mm -hmm. Beyonce and Un Come on. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. Um, he had the golden touch, but he touched it too, too much. much. Far too much. I would say they rated it... Probably like a 79. Does it have to be? Is it whoever's closer? Whoever's closest. Uh, Does that change your answer before you're set on that? People probably liked it, but Rotten Tomatoes hates critically acclaimed things. Like that, they hate. Cult wasn't this is the is this the well, critic score or the audience score? The critics, the critics score. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 79. I'm final answer. Final answer. All right. <laughs> 79 for gold member. member i'm gonna say 78 i think it's got to be lower than 79 for critics score for that movie and yes in fact gold member was indeed a rousing success by the public at a uh, lowly 48 percent but actually surprisingly up upended by the critic score at 51 percent oh so okay a positive well, beat, a fan so favorite recognized beyond its time <laughs> definitely it lives on it'll live on probably the best opening 
I would say the best opening. The second overall movie is the best overall movie, and the first one's just funny with a lot of the the quirks introduced. Dancing to Quincy Jones. Mm-hmm. Actually, and there he, and Tom Tom Cruise is in it. Gwyneth Paltrow's in it. Is in it. Isn't she? Doesn't she have her like gun boobs? Mm-hmm. Boob gun? The Dan, Danny DeVito's in it. He's mini me. Yeah, for a cameo. There's a lot there. It's a great opening. Gun Imagine boobs, it. definitely not boob guns. Gun boobs. Oh no, no, definitely the guns. The guns service the boobs, <laughs> the boobs not the other have way around. Guns. Yeah, the go. guns do not oh, have boobs. <laughs> and sharks with freaking laser beams on their heads. All right, laser beams. Yes, I'm glad that we were able to go down memory lane. Thank you so much for joining us on this, Aaron. Uh, is there anything you want to plug uh, at this current m- moment in time that we can help? Uh, can we we can help publish for you? I don't know if if uh, this is official not official it's official i've accepted the offer but i'm doing um a production of the color purple with phoenix theater um that begins at the beginning of march and ends on may 1st congratulations yes i definitely will i definitely will i'm gonna definitely go see that man all right very excited if i could i'll bring david along with me and and i'll skype him in yeah you gotta fly (laughs) in you gotta come back to the states for just this for just this, for just this rousing performance. All right. Thank you, Aaron, for joining us. Let yes, us thank you so much. Let's get along, little doggy, to the next thing. Thanks for having me, gents. And with that win, I go up to a record of 21 and 20, while David, with that win, boosts his record up to 19 and 22. Mm. <sighs> Here we go. That slaps the first one of the new year, 2022. Phil, where are you going with this first? Kanye is a vision. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. God, God, what a way to ruin all good faith going into the new year. Hoffman would have blown a gasket, but we are not going Kanye. In fact, I think you will appreciate this. This one's got a a beat. I, I dare say you might like it, Hoffman. Song is called Get Out of My Head by Shane Codd, and that's Codd with two Ds, so Shane, C-O-D-D. Okay. Yes. Sing it for us. How does it go? How does it go? Get out of my head. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Get out of my head. It's like, uh, it's got a beat, yeah. Okay. Never heard it. Get out of my head by Shane Codd. My That Slaps this week is phenomenal. Oh, oh my goodness, it is so good. And I really need everybody to go and check this out because it is a show on Netflix called Mind Hunter. And it is about the in the, uh, the FBI in the 1970s, a couple agents who basically revolutionize criminal profiling. They basically founded the behavioral science unit at the FBI in the 70s by interviewing known serial killers and getting in their heads, understanding their motivations and what gets them going, what what makes them tick. And they use it in, in the show. Obviously, they also solve some crimes. They catch some serial killers, all the while really breaking down what makes a serial killer a serial killer. And it is just fascinating. All of the killers that they interview 
are real killers like they or they're based on the real killers from the 70s all the crimes that they solve are real and it's so accurate and the casting is amazing the writing is amazing the acting is amazing it is so good there are two seasons on netflix it is not canceled but it's been put on hold so let's make it really popular go watch it you will not regret it 100 should be top of your watch list on netflix and hopefully that will inspire Netflix to put some money into seasons three, four, five, whatever. It is David Fincher as well. It's it's directed or created by David Fincher, who is uh, obviously, you know, goes without saying he's he's a very accomplished director. And and who knew he's great with TV as well. So definitely check out Mindhunter. It's so, so good. Go ahead and sing us uh, the opening for the for the show. <laughs> it's really long. I skipped it every time. <laughs> I kid, I kid. And here we are. Thank you so much for listening to our first episode of 2022, our first of many. We are here in a new year, still going strong, still very excited about what's to come. And we have a few thank yous before we say goodbye. So thank you to Cass and Crossland and to Jake Corlang for the music that you hear on this show. Thank you to Josh Hans and Tara Amstutz for their wonderful contributions to the pod. Could not do it without you, and it makes it look and feel and sound much better. Yes, thank you guys so much. And thank you to you, the listener. Spread the word. Tell your friends. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts, but we're we're not on Pandora because screw Pandora. I can't believe Vanessa, my bear, my one true love, the woman who taught me the beauty of monogamy, was a femme bear all along. Wait a tick, that means I'm single again. Oh, behave! <laughs>